Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 113 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week include Orcs Must Die 3, Last Stop, The Sims 4 Cottage Living, and the widely praised Death's Door. The games coming out this week are Blightbound, Samurai Warriors 5, Harvest Moon One World, Clone Drown in the Danger Zone, Splitgate, Nightbook, Alchemic Cutie, The Forgotten City, Trigger Witch, Minecraft Dungeons Echoing Void, Fuga Melodies of Steel, Skydrift Infinity, The Ascent, Eldest Souls, Fuga on the Battlefield, Omno, Blaster Master 03, Paint the Town Red, Invento, Full Lines Verse, Alfonso's Arctic Adventure, Horror Tales the Wine, and of course, Microsoft Flight Simulator Console Edition. We had an update for Xbox Game Pass. The following are now either available in Xbox Game Pass or coming soon. Available now includes Battlefield 5 on Cloud, Chris Tales on Cloud Console and PC, Atomicrops on Cloud Console and PC, Raji and Ancient Epic on Cloud Console and PC, Last Stop on Cloud Console and PC. The following are available on July 26, Blinks the Time Sweeper on Cloud and Console, Crimson Size High Road to Revenge on Cloud and Console, and Microsoft Flight Simulator on the Series X and S. On July 29th, you can play Lethal League Blaze on Cloud Console and PC, Omno on Cloud Console and PC, Project Wingman on PC, and The Ascent on Cloud Console and PC. They also included some updates to new games that include touch controls. They are the following. City Skylines, Darkest Dungeon, Fable Anniversary, Fable 2, Fable 3, Fusion Frenzy, Goner 2, Joyride Turbo, Outlast 2, Steep, The Bard's Tale ARPG, The Bard's Tale 4, The Bard's Tale Trilogy, and The Wild at Heart. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and we have seven to cover this week. Number one, Halo Infinite's multiplayer technical preview could happen as soon as next weekend. Liam Doolin at PureXbox.com writes, 343 Industries has released its latest Halo Infinite Insider Infinite blog update for the month of July. It covers fighting and what to expect from the upcoming multiplayer technical preview. Towards the end of the update, the developer mentions how it has been given the okay to reveal that its first bot-focused technical preview could potentially happen as soon as next weekend, so that would be towards the end of July. Prior to this would also be a special live stream where the team walks through nearly every facet of the technical preview build. Halo Infinite is the series' first foray into multiplayer bots. Its technical preview, the Bot Arena experience, will allow players to go up against four bots and will feature Slayer across three maps, Bizarre, Recharge, and Live Fire. Quote, Bot Arena is a great place to familiarize yourself with Halo Infinite's gameplay and maps in a stress-free environment. The bots still have their quirks, which is why we're fighting them, but they certainly aren't pushovers. Be prepared. End quote. The first technical preview will host hundreds of thousands of Halo Infinite Insiders, and if it goes well, even more will be invited to the next flight. The goal is to eventually give every Insider a chance to go hands-on with the game prior to launch. And if you don't get in the first time, there's no need to worry, there will be plenty of more opportunities to come. To see how to become a Halo Insider, head over to the blog, 343 Industry will share more details about the first technical preview as soon as it's ready. This is very exciting, people finally starting to get their hands on Halo Infinite, even if it's just against bots. I love that they're giving all these options in the Halo Infinite experience, and hopefully I'm one of the first ones invited. Number 2, Dead Space Remake officially announced, coming to PS5, Xbox Series, and PC. Jonathan Dornbush at IGN writes, 
EA has announced the return of Dead Space with EA Motive set to remake the original 2008 acclaimed survival horror game. Announced during EA Play Live 2021 following previous rumors of the Dead Space remake, EA confirmed Motive is currently working on a Dead Space 1 remake set for release on the PS5, Series X, and S, and PC. No official release date or window was given, but the first teaser trailer offered an in-engine look at the mood and tone Motive is striving to capture with the remake. Dead Space will be rebuilt from the ground up in the Frostbite engine with the developers looking to take advantage of the advanced SSDs, 3D audio, and more new tech of the latest console generation to bring Isaac's journey aboard the USG Ishimura to life once again. Motive is also working closely with the fans from the Dead Space community, bringing some fans into the early stages of production to offer feedback on the development and modernization of the game. This is very exciting. Somehow Dead Space is a golden glaring miss in my gaming back catalog that I never played. I love survival horror, Resident Evil being one of my favorite franchises of all time, so I'm so excited to get my hands on the remake. Now I'm just debating with myself if I'm going to go back and play the originals or hold out for the remake. Decisions, decisions. Number 3, Battlefield 2042 Secret Third Mode is Portal. Jess Condit at Engadget writes, When EA and DICE revealed Battlefield 2042 in June, they had to contend with a wave of leaks and spoiled surprises, but they were able to keep details about the game's third mode and final mode under wraps. Today, the secret's out. Battlefield Portal is the third mode in Battlefield 2042, and it's all about community interaction and user-created levels. Battlefield Portal includes all seven maps from 2042's All Out Warfare mode, plus six classic environments from previous Battlefield titles. The classic maps are Battle of the Bulge and El Alamein from Battlefield 1942, Eureka Harbor and Valsperio from Battlefield Bad Company 2, and Caspian Border and Nashar Canals from Battlefield 3. The mode features pre-programmed, reimagined experiences from these past titles including Conquest, Rush, and Team Deathmatch. All of the maps including the classic ones will support matches up to 128 players on PC, Xbox Series consoles, and PlayStation 5. As with Battlefield 2042's main all-out warfare mode, matches on older gen hardware will be capped to 64 players. Here's where it gets custom. Along with the updated old-school playgrounds, Battlefield Portal includes more than 40 weapons, more than 40 vehicles, and more than 30 gadgets from the three theaters of war, plus all of the related content from Battlefield 2042. This means the M1 Grand Panzerstruck, B-17 Bomber, Spitfire, Defibrillator, and other fan-favorite tools are back. Factions are also returning to Battlefield Portal on top of the Specialist from Battlefield 2042. This most features seven armies from the classic games, including the UK, US, Germany out of 1942, and the US and Russia from Bad Company 2, Battlefield Portal also supports classic soldier archetypes like Battlefield 3's Assault, Recon, Support, and Engineer roles. All of this culminates in the Builder tool in Battlefield Portal. In Builder, players can design their own matches and share them with the community, adjusting a range of settings including the game logic itself. Players will have control over the maps and modes in their custom games, including traits like available factions, weapons, and gear, the ability to toggle down sights, or go prone, the size of the battle, and conditions for victory. Players won't be able to edit any of the actual maps, but overall Portal has an extremely rich customization mode. All progress in Battlefield Portal is shared across consoles, just like stats in the main game. This is awesome and I wish more games did this. I can't wait to see what some of the community members come up with with different modes and versions of the games. It's so cool to see some of the back games in the new version. And I'm telling you, if Battlefield 2042 can't make a serious dent in Call of Duty this year, as it's shaping up to be one of the best Battlefield games ever, I don't know what will. Number 4, Apex Legends Emergence Announced, plus New Legend Seer. Matt Perslow at IGN writes, EA and Respawn have announced the next season of Apex Legends Emergence, which will launch in August and bring with a new legend, Seer. A gameplay trailer for Seer will drop on July 26, a week ahead of the Apex Legends Emergence release date of August 3rd. Similar to Bloodhound, it appears that Seer is a tracker. Using a heartbeat sensor, they are able to find where enemies are camped out, 
and micro drones are able to more precisely track enemies. In addition to Seer, Emergence will add a ranked arenas mode to Apex Legends, further bolstering the 3v3 mode that was added as part of Apex Legends Legacy. Any new news for Apex Legends is good news to me, even though I haven't played the game regularly in probably about a year and a half to two years. I loved it when it first came out, got every achievement, and was addicted, but I'm just hard pressed for time with so many single player games I want to keep playing. Number 5. Warframe will get cross-play and cross-save later this year. Don Pepiot at VG247 writes, Digital Extremes has announced that Warframe will be getting cross-play and cross-save at some point later this year. This weekend we saw Digital Extremes Warfare Fan Event, Tenocon 2021, take place and the developer has confirmed that Warframe players will be able to play cross-play and cross-save later this year. There's no concrete release date for cross-play and cross-save yet, but the studio reckons that players will be able to play with other Warframe users across PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and Xbox One before the end of 2021. When I finally gave Warframe a chance years back, I loved the gameplay, but it just seemed too complicated for me. I wasn't willing to give it a fair chance, but it's cool to see more and more games in one as big as Warframe get cross-play and cross-save. Number 6. Grid Legends coming 2022 with cars, trucks, and a classic underdog tale. ONS go to Polygon writes, Grid Legends is the next racing game from Codemasters, the Dirt and F1 studio bought by EA at the beginning of the year. This adaptation of the developer's long-running grand touring simulation leans heavy into cinematics and narrative, featuring a cast of three main characters vying for the title of best driver in the world. Races in Grid Legends can be a multi-classification competition, pitting big rigs against open-wheeled speed machines, drift cars, or even electric vehicles. Drivers will compete in arena ovals, on-street circuits, and off-road. Quote, we are giving you a classic underdog tale. We will put you straight into the driver's seat right in the middle of the Grid World series, end quote, says Becky Crossdale, Codemaster Senior Designer. That looks to be a globe-trotting all-comers racing series taking drivers from London to Moscow and other postcard settings. Grid Legends cast three main characters is led by Nikuti Gatwa, best known as Eric Alfong on Netflix's comedy drama Sex Education. Scenes in Grid Legends are filmed using extended reality techniques popularized by the makers of Disney Plus, The Mandalorian, Crossdale said. Quote, the actors are stepping into our grid world and reacting with it, and quote, she added. Grid Legends is scheduled to launch in 2022. Will I play this game? Probably not. But I will say it looks pretty cool with how they're weaving narrative into a racing game. Check it out. And number 7. Ubisoft unveils Tom Clancy's X Defiant, a free-to-play multiplayer shooter. Rebecca Valentine at IGN writes, Today, Ubisoft has unveiled the next game entry in the Tom Clancy universe, X Defiant, a free-to-play 6v6 shooter featuring groups from across the Tom Clancy universe. It's being developed by Ubisoft San Francisco, led by Mark Rubin as executive producer and Jason Schroeder as creative director. In the reveal trailer today, we got a look at a number of the competitive FPS's features, including a number of maps, characters, and abilities. One of the more notable features is the playstyle customization, where players first select the faction from among the Tom Clancy's universe groups, such as the Wolves from Ghost Recon, Echelon from Splinter Cell, Outcasts or Cleaners from The Division, and more, with more planned for release after launch and each with its own unique abilities. Alongside their faction, players can fully customize a loadout of primary and secondary weapons, attachments, and more, with weapons not limited by faction. These loadouts can be adjusted during combat at respawn. Additionally, X-Defy includes multiple game modes, including domination and escort missions, and a number of different maps. X-Defy is coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, PC, Stadia, Luna, and Ubisoft Connect with a beta plan for August 5th on PC. Wow, does this game look generic. Just another multiplayer shooter that's free to play in an overly crowded space that looks just like Call of Duty with an absolutely terrible name in X Defiant. 
If this game finds community, then sure, more power to everyone enjoying it, but I can't believe they keep dragging the Tom Clancy name through the dirt while they won't make a new Splinter Cell game. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is a timely one, with a fun fact from the Tokyo Opening Olympics 2021 ceremony. Credit to Adele Anchors at IGN. The Olympics opening ceremony featured a melody of music from iconic Japanese video games, including tracks from Nier, Final Fantasy, and Kingdom Hearts. The 2021 Tokyo Olympics kicked off on Friday with a parade of nations marching out to an array of songs from popular video games developed by Square Enix, Capcom, and Sega. The first song played was Roto's theme from the Dragon Quest series, followed by tracks from Monster Hunter and Sonic the Hedgehog before finally concluding with Soul Calibur. I thought this was pretty cool and probably a lot of things that people wouldn't have realized if they watched the opening ceremony. I wish I would have watched it so I would have seen if I would have picked up on this inclusion. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share this with your friends, and please leave a review. This past week, I've continued my journey through the Mass Effect franchise, making a big dent in Mass Effect 3. I'm loving the franchise, so excited to play through it, but man, is it taking a lot of my time. I'm going through 100%ing each game, so I'm about 130 hours or so into the franchise. Can't wait to get out of this franchise, though, as much as I'm loving it, to start playing some other games. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Rosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.